0: Welcome to the weekly message from Rhema Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rhema.org.au forward slash media. Today is about faithfulness. You know, you can be planted and you can be in a church, but it takes faithfulness to plant and stay and grow. I mean, so we're going to look at the rewards of of um, faithfulness. We're going to look um, at w- way God blesses you as you are faithful. You know, um, my experience, and I, I I don't want to talk too much about my experience, but God has blessed me over the years because of faithfulness. You know, when I left, when I became a Christian at fifteen, I didn't think I could do much at all. I just felt, well, well, whatever I can put my hand to, what can I help with? I had an idea that I wasn't very good at doing anything. I didn't have many abilities. But over the years, God has shown me that if you're faithful, he will promote you. He will uh, show you that you have more than what you think you have inside. And, you know, we have our own natural abilities, which we're born with. But when we become born again, God gives us abilities and gifts. And when we're baptised in the Spirit, I believe he gives us even more gifts and abilities. You know, Acts eight says that uh, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall have power. Well, that word power is also ability. So what I want to speak to this morning to each one of you, no matter if you're a, a child, no matter how old you are, God, as a born-again person, you have abilities and talents that God has put in you what, so that you can enjoy, know that you will share with other people, that you become part of the kingdom and building the kingdom of God. So we're looking at, going to look at some verses and um, I want these verses to speak to you. Um, this is not anything to do with condemnation. What I'm trying to share with you is a secret and a God's principle in regards to faithfulness and how that we all have ambitions, but God has a plan for each one of us that sometimes we think, well, I God's given me a plan to be a preacher. I want to be a preacher now. Well, God says, well, wait a minute. There's a few things you need to learn first. And uh, so what I want to share with you this morning is in regards to how you can get to where God has called you the ultimate by just being faithful in those small things so we're going to look at Matthew 25 and starting with uh, verse 14 now I'm sure most of you know this, uh, this little parable and I believe this is a parable which is a prophetic parable about when Jesus returns and and uh, when we stand before him. So let's read it and see what it says. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants, remember his own servants, and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents and to another two and to another one, to each according to his own ability. Now notice there, you, know, you might think, well, why, why did someone get five and someone got two and only someone got one? Well, God knows our abilities and it says here, to each according to his own ability. You know, God has given us each an ability, even if it's only one ability, and he wants us to use them. So he gave each of these according To his own ability and immediately he went on a journey and I think this could be like uh, when Jesus went back to heaven after he established the church the new covenant he gave gifts to men and he went back to heaven then it says then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents and likewise he who had received two gained more two more also, but he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his lord 's money. Now, after a long time, the Lord of those servants came we could say that was when Jesus returned and settled to settle his accounts with them so he who had received five talents came and brought five t- other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things enter into the joy of the Lord I I was thinking about that and I'm thinking ruler over many things okay I believe that in the 1,000 year reign of Christ on earth that each one of us who have been faithful will be given a job something to do and I think this is part of that reflection of those times so the importance of being faithful is so good to see verse 22 he also had received two talents came and said lord you delivered me delivered to me two talents look i have gained two more talents beside them the lord said to him well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful over a few things I will make you ruler over many things enter into the joy of the Lord I'm sure each one of us want to stand before Jesus on that day and hear him say well done James good and faithful servant I'm sure do you Yeah, I believe we all do. We want to, yeah, get before God and think, yes, thank you, Lord. Sure, we probably made a few mistakes, and I know that I have, and I've gone down a few wrong tracks. But being faithful is so important, and God rewards faithfulness. Now, let's look at this other guy, this other servant And then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you had not sown and gathering where you had not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talents in the ground. Look, here you have what is yours. I think this guy had a bit of an attitude, don't you think? He may have thought, well, got, this guy got five, this guy got two. I only got one. Huh. I'm not impressed. He may have had a bit of an attitude. You can see why what he said here. So he says, oh, I'm going to just leave that, leave that town. I'm not going to do anything about it. Well, what was the end result? Was the Lord happy? Well, the Lord answered and said, you wicked and lazy servant... You knew that I reaped where I had not sown and gathered where I had not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. Therefore, take the talent from him and give it to him who has 10. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he who has have abundance and he will have abundance but from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Wow. I'm sure that that servant who was given one talent, it says here, he feared. Fear can cause us not to attempt anything. And also, having, getting offended can cause us t- to become not fruitful. So uh, why am I saying this? Well, please, as I said, this is the word of God and it's not me. So uh, I just want, as I said, just meditate on this uh, in regards to, I believe in 2016 we've got a job to do. We're talking about people getting saved. I believe each one, each person here has, God has called you here not to just sit and enjoy the, the service and enjoy the singing and enjoy the message, but he has given each one ability to serve him. And especially when Jesus is coming back very soon. So this, this um, pro- proverb here, this parable may be reflected in very near future. So let us examine our hearts in regards to this and see where we're at. You know, God gives us abilities and talents and callings, and when he gives them to to us, they're not reversible. He doesn't take them back. You know, Romans 11.29 says, For God's gifts and his calls are irrevocable. He never withdraws them when once they have been given and he does not change his mind about those to whom he gives his grace or to whom he sends his call. So what God has equipped you and given you, he doesn't say, no, I'm going to take that off you. He never takes that away. Once he calls you, and that's, that's why he calls us to be faithful. That word faithful is so important. Those two who had five and two talents, they, they used their faith. And they walked and said, yep, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take hold of what God has given me and I'm going to exercise it. You know, faith is an exercise. You have to exercise it. It doesn't drop on your head and that's it. You know, these abilities God has given you, you need to exercise them and use them. And as you're faithful in doing that, you'll increase. He'll give you more. He can trust you to do more. Amen? Are you here? Praise God. <laughs> and I'm spe- and I, I went started to, to look at this word faithfulness and I went, whoa, this is a big thing. that God expects us to be faithful. And it's not something we... You know, in today's society, things are pretty slack. You can do what you want. You know, you can change your mind. You know, and even in your workplace, you can be slack. But God is calling us to be and to show excellence. And he wants us to reflect him and his faithfulness in the body of Christ. Amen. So these two servants had faith to believe they would increase their abilities. And the Lord expects a return on his investment in us. You know, we invest our money and we expect a return in, in as we invest. Well, our Heavenly Father expects us the, a return for his investment in us. So this, this may be a little sobering, but it's true. God, in his mercy and grace, we've just been singing about God's grace, you know, and sometimes we do miss it and sometimes we go down the wrong track, but God's mercy and grace is always there. His calls is always there. But there is a process and a journey that we go through to get where we want to go. To try to be a preacher the first day you get born again, well, it's usually there's a process of journey, if you have to show yourself faithful, that God will give you, as you are faithful, the desires of your heart. Amen. Amen. Well, let's look at faithfulness defined. Faithfulness defined is tr- the words trustworthy, doing one's duty, keeping one's promise, reliable, dependable true to the fact, accurate, precise, loyal, constant, true to a person or a belief, honour, love, steadfast, devoted. In the Old Testament, the word faithfulness depicts to be true, to be certain, to be firm, and to be permanent. If we look at God's faithfulness, Oh, he is so faithful to us. You know, we talk, just think about Jesus. If he wasn't faithful, he probably said, no, I'm not going down to that earth, forget it. Those people hate me. I'm not going to go down there, I'm not going to do that. What do you think it is? I'm happy up in heaven, I'm enjoying myself. But God was faithful to what his father had told him to do. Amen? So there's an example of faithfulness that he sent his son, and he was prepared to lay his life down for us, us ugly people who were cranky and and hated him and were rebellious. But thank God Jesus did that for us. And we can reflect on his faithfulness. And God expects us as Christians, because we are Christians, with that Christ means we're the anointed ones, that we reflect him in this world. And to be faithful is one way of doing that. Amen? Is this okay? Okay. <laughs> oh, good, thanks. Well, let's look at um, 1 Corinthians nine. in the Amplified. says, God is faithful, reliable, trustworthy, and therefore ever true to his promise. And he can be dependent upon... By him you were called into companionship and participation with his son Jesus Christ our Lord. So we can depend on his faithfulness. So we hopefully can be faithful that people can depend on us. It says in 2 Timothy 2.13 says, If we are faithful... Un, sorry, if we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself, for God is faithful. He is full of faith, he's faithful to what he said, he's faithful to his word and his promises. All we have to do is appropriate these promises, to stand on them, and he is faithful to confirm those words with signs following. So as we are faithful and trust him. So we're just going to look at some very quickly. I know I'm supposed to be preach quickly today. We've, of course, we have children in today. And um, we're going to have the children in for the next three uh, Sundays in January. So I just meant to let you know that. Um, the characteristics of God's faithfulness, and I'm going to quickly go through these things, and we relate it to ourselves, okay? And we can question, are we this? Okay, God is faithful because he's always there. He's always there, you know? In Matthew 28:20, 20 it says, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, I thank God that he is always there, you know, for, for example, what about the the uh, Israelites that came out of um, Egypt and were waiting at the uh, Red Sea, and they're waiting for God to move? You know, if God says, "Oh, I haven't got time. I'm just uh, I'm out here in the universe doing something out here. Just a minute. I'll be back. I'll be over there in a few minutes, or maybe an hour or so. I'll get back." By that time, the poor old Israelites are probably all dead because of um, you know who was chasing them. So thank God that he's always on time. He's always trustworthy. Every time and any time we need him, he's always there. There's a, there's a, a, a saying that says, well, if you, if you think, where's, where's God? I can't find God. Well, guess who's moved? It wasn't God that moved. It was you. So it's you and me. So he's always there. In in Proverbs 20, verse 6, it says, Most men will proclaim each of his own goodness, but who can find a faithful man? God is looking for men and women who are faithful to him to bring about and see people coming into the kingdom. And I believe it for a Rhema family church, he's calling us to do that. And I think 2016 is our opportunity to break through into the community. Amen? We'll have an opportunity. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I believe God has a plan for it to happen. It may be different to what the church down the road has done because God is full of new ideas. And all we have to do is listen to him. And our pastors, our senior pastors, hear God. And we trust God in our pastors and we follow. We have our pastors and then we, we, we're behind and we go with them together into this new 2016. Are you ready? Yes. Are you going to be faithful? Yes. Amen? Well, there's great reward in faithfulness. I'm going to jump a little bit here. Um, God never lies. Faithful people never lie. Number 20, Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. He Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? In Hebrews six eighteen, it says it's impossible for God to lie. So as faithful men and women, we've got to speak the truth. And sometimes that's tough. Sometimes it's tough, you know. What's going to cost to tell the truth? Sometimes it may cost money, or you may have had to admit to making a mistake, and it's going to cost you. But it may cost you your position because being truthful. Sometimes, yeah, we're all human, and we all make mistakes, and we all. But it's good to be able to to walk in truth, and sometimes admit. Yep, I've done it, or maybe all the time. Yeah, I've done something wrong. It's so important. Uh, And we follow God's example there. The next one is, God is always the same. He never changes. Being faithful means being constant, steady, and steadfast. A person who's unfaithful is all over the place. you You can't catch them. They're like here one minute, gone the next. You go, whoa, what's happening? I suppose I've been working in the church for over 50 years now and I've heard a few little comments about, oh, God told me this. He's going to be with us. He told us to come and work in this church and this is where God's told me. One month later, God must have changed his mind, told him to to go somewhere else. You know what I mean. I don't have to go down that track too far. Sometimes people say, thus saith the Lord, but I think it's thus say me. But you know that God may give you a, a challenge in your life and he may want you to do something, you go, how can I do this? Oh No, you can't do it in your own strength. But he equips you by his spirit. He, he hasn't left you by yourself. He gives you the Holy Spirit to be a comforter, helper, stand by. And he will give you the ability. You know, I, my experience in my life, there were times when I thought I couldn't do things. Uh, and uh, even going to university, I had not, my schooling had been. I spent most of my time out of the class and in it. So when I left school, I was like, I was told, "Oh, you could be a labourer. That's about it." But when God said to me, oh, "I want you to go and go to uni," my favourite verse was, "I can do all things through Christ to strengthen me." I couldn't do it in my own ability. The same with you. You're no different to me. He has a call on your life. He will equip you to do. We need you. God needs you in 2016 to stand up and be counted. Amen? Because very soon Jesus is returning. And we're going to be there standing before Jesus. Just close your eyes and think about standing in front of Jesus. Now, son, what have you done with what I told you to do with abilities? Oh, well, Lord, I hope I did the right thing. I hope I followed your direction. I want to hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Enter in. You've been faithful in those small things. You're going to be ruling over more things. So God is calling us to do that. And this is the message I have for you today. God always keeps his word. Joshua 21, 45 says, Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel. It all came to pass. Psalm 119, 89 says, Forever, O God, your word is settled in heaven. Praise God. So as we are faithful We keep our word. Yep, I'll be there. I'll be there on time. I'm not going to be late. You know, I think being late, even to come to... I always have this little thing about people being late to church. Because I think we are meeting together as the body of Christ to worship, to join together. And and, and, and if you're being late, it's kind of... What's your your motivation? Have you got other things that are more important? Oh, yeah, I might be able to get there 15 minutes late, whatever. When we come together as the body of Christ, let's have an enthusiasm. God will bless us if we, we show our heart attitude towards him as we come together. It's so important that as we do that, God will bless us He he looks at our heart. He goes beyond what he sees. He doesn't look at talents. He doesn't see the the most person who's got the best verbal abilities. He looks at your faithfulness, your heart. And then he promotes those with the heart with a good attitude. He doesn't look at their performance, you know. I've seen many, many, and it's sad to see, I've seen many gifted people come into the church and drift out. They've not been able to be faithful. And God says, okay, I will bless you if you're faithful. How am I going for time? Is, is my time up? Five minutes, thank you. That's my timekeeper over there. <laughs> thank you. Oh, you want to go, do you? <laughs> okay. God always keeps his word. Jesus is, was called and he was the faithful and true. You know, Moses was faithful and he was called a friend. He was called a friend of God, but also he, God spoke to him face to face. Abraham, boy, if these patriarchs weren't faithful, where would we be? God is calling each one. There's no change just because we're in the 21st century we are all called appointed by God anointed to do his work on this earth none of us have missed out and I encourage those who think well I've got nothing to offer yes just be here just volunteer whatever it is we have faithful workers here and I'm so pleased to see faithful workers but we need more you know, some, some people are doing too much and we need to share the load. Amen? So, in conclusion, life is short, opportunities are now. God knows who to give more to. He gives more to those who are faithful. The test comes when we're asked to do something like would you clean that mess up over there? Well, that's beyond my, no, that's a bit low for my ability, so I'm here to preach. I'm a prophet. Well, God's calling us to humble ourselves under his mighty hand. And he will exalt you If you try to rise up yourself, mm mm, doesn't work. Let God raise you up. God is faithful. He's got good things for you. He, it's not going to be a, a hard task. If you have the right attitude, no matter what you do, the smallest to the largest, keep your heart right with Him and He will bless you. Remember the big picture? I'm 68. Um, I'm getting close to that at that time. But when it comes to eternity, it's nothing. That, this last 68 years have gone like that compared with eternity. So let us commit to the Lord that we will be faithful to the end. And then we can stand before Him and the Lord will say, Well done you good and faithful servant. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you for your faithfulness to us. I thank you, Father, that you rescued the human race from a mess by sending your son. I thank you, Jesus, for being faithful to us, that you've given us so much we can enjoy and that we you have given us a future with you so father help us to walk in your ways help us to be faithful to you every day one day at a time help us to be patient as we walk this walk that father as you put in each one of us a calling a gift ability that we may be faithful to do. So, Father, I just pray for each person here today that they may know your and hear your voice and walk in your ways. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. We're always encouraged to hear how God is using this ministry to change lives. If you have a story you would like to share about how God is working in your life, please let us know and send us an email at church@raymer.org.au. If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at brainer.org.au.